0: in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game. Pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we have to catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, when I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking facts, you Google it. When i black to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product Podcast. Yo, G- what up, what up, man? It's the boy, Product. You are now locked into the Life of Product Podcast, episode three, baby. Let's get it. First, I want to say thank you to everybody that's been rocking with me since day one. I know I'm only three episodes in, but y'all support, like, I really appreciate it, man. It means a lot. You know, you guys show love to episode one. You guys show love to episode two. And I'm going to keep this thing going for you guys. So, uh, episode three, let's get into it. I want to talk to y'all about uh, love. love, love, love. <laughs> I want to talk about love, man. Love is, love is some shit, right? So, um, I don't, I don't, I believe, I believe there's different levels to love. I believe there's different tiers to this shit, and, and I'm gonna keep it real. Like, quote unquote, love, like to love somebody. From my experiences in life, I don't feel like that's the strongest version of love. I, f- I feel like it's a concept that we've been like, uh, we kind of been force fed that shit. Everything from movies to even in the community, seeing people married, the older generation. You know what I mean? Think about this. Think about how many uh, couples you've known and they've stayed together for the kids. You You know, the first thing they tell you is, oh, work it out. The kids need you. Listen, I don't feel like love is What it's portrayed to be. Now like I said. I feel like there's different levels of love. There's tears to this shit. So you have love of God. You have uh, love of your children. You have love of your parents. You have love of your siblings slash family. You have self-love. Self-love is. Self-love in my opinion. Is the most slept on concept of love. Or the slept on level. Most slept on level of love. So many people. Wait till they go through. Mounds of shit to learn how to love themselves again when you should have been loving yourself from day one, and I'm speaking from experience because there was there was a time in my life I had to relearn how to love myself. I found I found myself uh, uh, doing a lot on my own, but I'm gonna get into that. Then you have <laughs> the concept of uh, like relationship love, loving a significant other. Now I don't feel. Like that's the strongest version of love. I feel like that's the weakest version of love, and I don't feel like it's as real as we think it is. Now, you got love of God, you know. I don't I don't know what y'all, you know, spirit, spirituality levels is like. I don't know if you believe in God. I believe in God from and not to preach to y'all, but from the things that I've been through in life, God has gotten me out of so many situations and put me in way better ones, right? So you have love of God, like love of God is that's like a healthy fear that you have to carry. You know, we we all fuck up sometimes. Look, I fuck up a lot and I'm probably going to fuck up some more after today. But I still know at the end of the day, I get on my knees and I pray every night and every morning when I will open my eyes. So that love of God is there. Then you have love of children. I am a father and it's one of the scariest, most lit things ever. And, and, And I say it's scary because When you wake up every day and you have to care for another life and you have so many things on the table that you have to consider, you have to go to work, you have to feed them, you have to clothe them. It's scary in the sense that you don't want to fail. This is how much you love this this form of life that you've created with someone else. You love this form of life so much. You don't want to fail them. You love them so much that when they go to school, you don't want nothing to happen to them. You love them so much that you want them to pass every exam. You want them to do good. That's love right there. That you would give the 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 your last to this child. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell y'all a quick story one time, right, real quick. So one time I was talking to my pops, right, and this was this was years ago. I was like probably like ten years old. So I'm I'm the youngest of my siblings. My um my, my sister's eleven years older than me. My brother's eight years older than me. My parents they have me later. So me and my pops was talking and he was like, yo, you want to have kids one day? And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe he was like, yo, this shit is real. He didn't say this shit is real, but he was basically like, yo, this shit is real. So we got to talking and he was like, yo, let me tell you something. He said, so when your sister was in high school, my sister used to go to, I think she went to Chelsea. So he was like, yo, when your sister was in high school, she last minute came to him and was like, yo, she had X, Y, Z going on. She needed money for this and that. So my pops, my mother was, you know, at the time she wasn't working, she had just finished school. She was stay at home mother. So my pops was the breadwinner bringing the bread, the money into the house. So my pops was like, you know, damn money was tight at the time, but he had to do what she needed. I forgot what it was for. It might've been something for graduation. I don't know, but the money that she needed, my pops gave her all the money. And my pops told me for the span of two weeks, he worked money through Friday and he was all Saturday sunny. So for 10 days. 10 days he walked to work. My pops, we lived in Brooklyn on Crown and Schenectady. My pops worked in Manhattan. So for 10 days, my pops walked all the way from Brooklyn to Manhattan and walked all the way from Manhattan back to Brooklyn just so my sister could have that money for whatever she needed for school. That was his that was his train money, that was his lunch money, but he did it. This is how real love of children is. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us, you know, don't, you know, you got some deadbeats out there, and I'm not criticizing nobody. I don't know what their, um, you know, their, their relationship with their children, or or with the mother, or vice versa, with the father, is. So I'm not criticizing nobody, but you know, us, us men, us real men, we really love our kids, and we will go. To bet for our kids. I worked 70, 80 hours a week. I work two jobs just to support my kids. So love of love of your children is real. That to me is one of the most realest forms of love. Then you have love of your parents, right? So some people, you know, people, they have fallen outs with their parents. I've, I've known people that have fallen outs with their parents. I've, I've always, thank God, I've always maintained a great relationship with my mother and my father. Um I've known some 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 dudes who haven't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've, I've known some, listen, man. I've known some real piece of shit dudes who, you know, their mothers turn their back on. them. I mean, on average, everybody's situation is different. But from what I see as a black man, for a black mother... To turn their backs on their son, you got to be a piece of shit, dog. Like, you, There's some fucked up mothers out there. But from my perspective, the mothers that go to bat for their sons, the sons that I've seen and the, the mothers that I have seen that's turned their backs on their sons, he did some real piece of shit shit. And I hate to say piece of shit shit, but yo, I'm telling you, it, it happened. So, you know, uh, love of your parents is real. You know, our parents, they grow older and they were basically our teachers or whatever and there might be situations where you have to teach them uh, uh your parents it, it might go from your parents re- taking care of you after they birth you raising you to you taking care of them because you know your parents you know they've guided you and, and that parental love is real you might be a grown man 40 50 years old and if your, your parents are still alive they're still gonna be there to give you some some sort of guidance. It doesn't matter how old you are. They might be able to drop a gem on you that's going to get you in or out of a situation to better your life because they have more experience than you and them on the outside looking they're allowed they they they're seeing more than you're seeing than you are from the inside. So then you know you have uh you have a love of siblings. Now, um I love my siblings. I love my siblings very much. We might not agree on everything, but at the end of the day I love them and I will go to the moon and back for them. I know some people it that does not apply. I know some people, unfortunately, I know some people that have not spoken this to their siblings in 10, 20 years. And, you know, shit like that. It saddens me to see that. But I get it from from experiences even in my own family from you know the older ones and seeing what they went through and the fact that they've had fallen out i understand it i I totally i totally get it shouldn't be like that It, it should be especially after you know the parents start passing away and the siblings have to you know everybody they get older they have their own families they have jobs they have careers they have their lives but at a certain point y'all should be able to put that bullshit aside and come together and say, you know what? We're going to do Thanksgiving together this year. We're going to do a family reunion this summer. We'll do two family reunions this summer, you know? And even when the other one gets married, y'all should be able to bring both sets of families together. So if you have a brother, you're married, your brother's married, both sets of families should be able to come together and join in some type of union. But unfortunately, it don't, it don't always happen like that. So, um, shit, man. Um, that that that's that's something that you know I, I I've personally experienced with with people older people in my family and um yeah you know I I hope that one day you know before it's said and done before the sun sets on them they could all come together and sit and say you know what that was bullshit let's get back to how we used to be because things was beautiful okay let's talk about self love right self love is the most slept on version of love, and I'm telling you from experience, so I remember years ago um I was in a long term relationship with my kid's mother, and you know we broke up you know it, it kind of ran its course it's all good, but we broke up i I had to refine myself literally literally had to refine myself so I was kind of I was going through mental things at the time, not all according to the breakup but Internal things within myself. So I literally sat one day, and I sat in my room, and, and I told myself I'm in a very unhappy space, and I, I was just thinking, thinking. TV off for like a good strong hour, and I remember later on that day. This was early in the morning. So later on that day, I literally, literally went and I opened up a um a, a Planet Fitness account. I I, I started reopening my I opened my gym membership. I started doing things that week from uh, working out. Cause I was working out at home, but I needed hitting the gym. Kind of put me in a, in a whole different uh, mind frame. So I started going to the gym, cause I hadn't been to the gym in years. Started going back to the gym. Um, I started doing things like I, once or twice a week. I would I would do something with myself. Like I, w- I started going to the movies by myself. I started going out to eat by myself. Things like that. Um, I was already doing fun things with my kids and, and, and playing my role, you know what I mean? in and co-parenting and, and things like that. But I needed something for myself. I had to refine myself. I had to, I had to, I, I, I actually went out and I did like a whole new wardrobe. I went shopping. I did all this shit because the self-love aspect had to be reactivated within my life. And not just because I was going through what I was going through, because I was getting older and i needed to have a, a stronger sense of self i started reading more i started doing so many things that helped me find myself again and i tell people all the time self-love is something that we we overlook it so much we sleep on that shit we we sleep on it self-love self-love is something that not everybody's able to find it's it's like a kung fu master trying to find his chi not everybody finds that shit you know what i'm saying um so i remember having a conversation with a dude one time and um we, we, were on, we were on a train, and I, and I knew, dude, he's a real sucker. I don't fuck with son no more. But I remember son was talking to me, and he was like, yo, oh, man, yo, I feel like I lost my swag. This was years ago when we were saying swag. <laughs> Nobody say swag no more, but he said, yo, I feel like I lost my swag. He was going through things. His, um, his kid's mother left him. He was going through a divorce and things like that. So I didn't really understand this shit. At the time, and then literally a year to a year and a half later, I started feeling that same exact weight. And I kept replaying that conversation in my head when he told me that. And I remember the pain in his eyes. And I told myself, once I started replaying that, I said, I don't want to fall that deep into it because I felt like the next step would have been depression. And and I did not want to be there. Did not want to be there. So I started doing all these things to kind of sort of reactivate my happiness. And I did it. And and I did that. And I thank God I did that. And I I encourage any of you guys listening, I encourage you do that shit. I I have a, a system, right? So ever since that time period in my life, I kind of came up with a system. I do one thing once a day that makes me happy. Seven days a week I do seven things every week once a day that makes me happy so it, it, it's little things it doesn't have to be big extravagant I might I might go to the sushi spot that'll make me happy on a Wednesday I might I might get my favorite cup of coffee on a Monday that's gonna make me happy but I I have to do something once a day that's gonna make me happy because that's how much I love myself so let's talk about uh the significant other (laughs) for beloved i don't believe that shit is real i'm gonna tell you why i don't believe i i believe i believe it's it's a great concept to believe to believe is real you know what let me let me before i dig deep into that let me let me just say this right there are people that found their soulmate they found that person that they love they will go to the moon and back for that person that is fucking great i applaud you but guess what? I know for a fact you went through a lot of shit to get to that happy place that you found with that person. I'm not saying it's not worth it. I'm not. I think it is worth it. But not everybody comes out successful in that. So, you know, when it comes to listen, I've been in relationships. I've dated. I've talked Uh, uh fucking uh, back in the day. They'd be like, yo, we go together. I've done that. I've even been married. That shit didn't work out. So. When it comes to love of a, of a significant other, I don't feel like it's as real as the other forms of love because you can be with a person for so many years. Um consider these factors, right? You're with you're with the person uh five, ten, fifteen, twenty years, right? You know, and timing, timing is 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 a, a strong factor in a lot of this shit. You might have met this person, fell head over heels for that person, but you met them too early. Might have met you might have met this person, fed, fell head over heels for that person, but you met them too late. So that's some shit that you got time is a time is like the make it or break it, kinda. So consider these things. You meet this person, you've been together 5, 10, 15, 20 years, right? This person has very bad habits. They have habits that don't match yours. Eventually, you guys are gonna kind of start uh, uh breaking apart from each other. If you're with somebody and you work hard. You're working hard, and that person hates going to work. That person wants to stay home, run the light bill up, eat all the fucking food, X, Y, Z, and and I'm not saying a woman is doing that because I've seen men and women do that. It's not. It's just. It's not just women that want to fucking stay home. It's, there's men that want to stay home. I've seen men in situations and relationships want to stay home and not even be a stay-at-home dad. They want to just fucking stay home and play NBA 2K all day. I've seen women in relationships that have kids with men where the man just want to stay home. He want to sleep late every day. The woman has to get the kids ready for uh, school, take them to school, go to work, pick them up, come home, cook, clean, and the fucking man just been chilling all day watching fucking Sports Center. So, there's a lot of uh situations you want to consider. Imagine being in a, a relationship or a marriage with a person, and they're bad with money. Now they're fucking up the mortgage money. They're fucking up the rent money. That's gonna make y'all break apart. Because I I've never in my life seen love that strong to keep a couple together where the finances are bad. You there, there's no romance in brokenness. Ain't no romance in brokenness. So there's a lot of factors. That can um break apart a couple that are together that are, quote, unquote, in love. Imagine, quote, unquote, being in love with somebody and that person meets somebody new. Now, now if somebody's caught your eye. I've seen situations where the man and the woman is together, whether marriage or just like, you know, a common law type thing two, three kids together, the woman's body is not the same how it used to be, but the man is still pretty good shape, he's still looking good he got a little bit of money, she's home with the kids most of the time, she might work, he might work he might work more than her I've seen men in these situations feel like because they're the breadwinner or because the woman is not looking as good, now another woman is catching his eye, now a younger woman is catching his eye, he he want, he want the, the young girl with the fat ass that don't got a fupa, but cause he got wifey at home I've seen situations, vice versa, where the man is letting himself go now because he's working so much. He puts all his time and energy into the kids and the woman ain't feeling that she, she want to fly a dude. It's, it's like that song with uh, uh, House Party, with, with Meek Mill and Young Chris. When, when Young Chris said, Daddy, daycare at home, why you think your chick not? I've seen that shit. And, and, and so it, it makes me feel like is significant other love really real? Is it really a real thing? Because put it like this, and this is this is my opinion, right? If you really love that person, you really love that person. And say if you guys your finances are, are decent, you know, you're, you're trying hard XYZ. Is that person really going to put you in that situation to feel like now oh someone else is coming into the relationship i gotta be on my a-game oh this person's gonna leave me you know what i'm saying or on on the flip side if that person really loves you and you see your woman working hard busting her ass at work and with the kids are you as a man gonna just sit home all day and just oh she taking care of this shit? i'm gonna chill I'm going to watch fucking Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless today argue about LeBron James. Are you going to do that or are you going to get the fuck up and and do what you have to do? Because if you love that person, take the kids out the scenario. Focus on the the person. If he really loves that woman, he's going to get his ass up and he's going to do what he has to do. So my question is, is love real or is it just a concept? Is it fake? Is it something that we want to be real? Because it has too much uh, uh, potential to break apart. Any put it like this, right? Any some people look at life like this. Anything that can be taken away from, they don't want it. I I know, I know, men and women that in their forties and fifties that are single because they've done the love thing and the love thing just did not work for them. Everything went bad. You, You know what I'm saying? There's people that quote unquote fell in love with a person put everything into it now all they have to show for that is a fucking alimony payment this shit is not worth it it is really not worth it in in my eyes listen maybe two three years from now i'm gonna change my mind if i change my mind i'm gonna come back y'all can laugh at me it's all good but not to sound not to sound bitter about anything like that but i feel like love comes with different levels and it comes with different tears i was speaking to somebody about seven months ago and they were telling me about a couple that they know like i i know the people but i don't know them like that so they the, the, this couple has been together for like i'd say good 20 years they've been together and you know they're married and shit like that and the man literally has like two side kids and they just found out about one of the side kids now if this man in the situation where the wife was working two jobs bust her ass xyz now brings me back to this question if that man really really loved that woman shouldn't he have gotten all of that out of his system that's that shit young boys do these these people are like up there in their age that's something doing you 19 20 21 years old you don't do that 35 and up you ain't doing that shit that's not that's not what you're doing. 35 and up, you should be going to work. You should be coming home. You should be working on your credit. You should be working out with your wife. Y'all should be taking trips together with the kids or y'all should be taking trips by yourselves to clear your head and, and bring that spark back into the relationship. You shouldn't be running around making babies with other women, bringing drama to your household. You, you don't do that. 35 and up. That's not what you do. But that's why I keep seeing is the con is love a concept or is it a real thing? Because if that man really, really loved that woman, he would have got all that shit out of his system a long time ago. You know, not to sound bitter, nothing, but these are the questions that I, that I pose to people. So I feel like love comes in different levels. It comes in different tiers, and I feel like we have to realistically approach the concept of love or whatever it is because. In in my opinion, I feel like you need to love with your brain, not with your heart. When you love with your heart, you have too much potential to strike out. Now, scenario, say if you're 30, 30, this is for the 30 and up club, this question right here, right? 30 and up, boom, boom. 30 and up, you are a female, you have a daughter uh, or a son or one or two children, whatever. You're working on yourself. you, uh, You finish school, you have a a degree or you have a certification. You have a nice credit score of 700. You have your own cribs. You say if you're renting, you don't own yet, but you got a car, you own your car, you're renting, you have a solid income coming in. Um, Which guy do you go for? Do you go for the dude that look good? He still kind of look young. Do Or do you go for the dope boy that's out here running around in the street because it's exciting and there's an adrenaline to it? Or do you go with the dude that matches... What you're bringing. This is why I say you need to love with your brain, not with your heart. Because for that thirty and up club, when you're looking for somebody to love, you have to look at the whole package. So if you're a woman, this is my advice to women out here listening to me, right? If you're a woman, you got a son, a daughter, or say if you got two kids, right? And you're looking for somebody, you're saying, you know what? I'm thirty. I want to settle down. You have a say. You have a great relationship with the biological father, so you're not going to get no drama or whoever you date you need to be looking to date or settle down with somebody that can match your shit he needs to match your dopeness you need to have someone who if he does have kids he has a great relationship with the mother of his kids he needs to have a great relationship with his actual mother or and or the women in his family because how he treats her or them is how might be how he treats you so also you need to try to find somebody that matches your finances you and, and this is some real shit so from speaking from experience and other experiences that I've seen, it's kind of hard for you to get into a real serious or long term relationship when you're the only one whose name can go on shit. If if you're, if you're trying to be with somebody and you're the only one whose name can go on a lease, the fucking mortgage, the light bill, the car note, that is going to end bad. Because ultimately, if shit go bad, that person might fuck it up for you and they're not going to get any repercussions on the legal side or the financial side. So how can you be with someone if your credit is right? You got your own crib. You have potential to buy a house if you already don't own a home and this person is still trying to find where they want to be. And they're fucking hopping from part time job to part time part time job job hustling in the street or doing side odd jobs just to make ends meet it's not gonna work and too often we jump into relationships where we look at that and we see potential to save that person you can't save people out here sometimes you gotta let motherfuckers drown and say i'm gonna go to the person that know how to swim and i know how to paddle and we're gonna swim next to each other to the shore because that should be the ultimate fucking goal But like I said, not to sound bitter, bitter, I'm kind of speaking from experience and I'm speaking from a place where I see now in life to if, if I see personally, personally, I see where I want to be and I know where I'm going to be. But if I do want to get there with someone alongside of me, I know what type of person I'm going to have to look for. And I'm not rushing for that. But that completes the show. I want to say thank you to everybody for rocking out with me on the Life of Product podcast, episode three. Talk to your boy, Jim.